All right, sure, sure. Do it, do it, Hi. do it, then. Welcome. It's time to. Sorry, that oh, was really Oh, I rude. need to come up with a nickname. Nickname. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Shit. Nicknames. Fuck. Now I'm back. What the fuck is up, Duelists? This is Pod of Greed, the only pod- Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by KaibaCore. I'm Dan, a.k.a. Casio Keyboard. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Sarah, a.k.a. There's only room for one green-haired kid in this town. And I'm Argyle, a.k.a. Red, Mad, and Dragon Online. <laughs> nice, nice. I like it. I- Very original. Uh- Thank you. You came up with it. <laughs> You can't expose podcast secrets like that. I said I had it prepared, and and then I pulled out the wrong one. So you can also know me as, aka Backstroke of the Best. Okay. Is that a... I I don't remember... We'll get to it. I'll explain Uh, later. Okay, so, yeah, this week we are talking about the 1999 Yu-Gi-Oh! quote-unquote movie. Uh, Mm. It's really just kind of a bonus episode for season zero. It's sort of a TV special thing, that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, it's uh, of questionable uh, canon, because it doesn't really fit in with either the anime or Season Zero fully. Yeah, it's just kind of its own thing. I guess you could put it in the general concept of Season Zero. It's really just like, it's basically an unaired pilot, except it aired. Yeah, I mean, it it sort of seems like it happens at some point in the, the weird middle of Season Zero. But then, like, season zero doesn't mention it, so, like, it doesn't, so... It just feels like a pilot, all all in all. Yeah, it, it's a standalone it's thing, It's 30 whole much. minutes of some Yu-Gi-Oh! duelist yeah. moments, you know? One thing I couldn't help but notice about this is that it has, like, this completely different soundtrack they use. It sounds like... Here's what I wrote down. It sounds like if a Casio keyboard was hooked up to organ pipes... <laughs> yeah, like it, it was like like a quote Argyle in the chat at nine forty two PM. Yo, this new version of Yami's theme fucking slaps. And like It does. I couldn't does. figure out what was different about it. It's like brassier or synthier or just like it, It's it, like it, it, a JR it's like JRPG background music from the late nineties. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely don't understand that. And yeah, I don't means... understand it either. I don't play RPGs. I play good games. You, you know like Final Fantasy 7, or... I play good games. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, um, it just sounds like late 90s as hell. Just like in a video game from the late 90s. Uh, and like, the, the, the also, opening theme was really good. Yeah, yeah. The, but the like the covers of like the recurring themes were incredible for some reason. They were just... Oh, yeah, cause I, they I, just it, slapped. Yeah, I... It... Probably had like a much higher budget, as evident by the music, and also the animation is also um, noticeably better than it was in season zero. Yeah, and the fact that it was ten whole minutes longer than a normal Yu-Gi-Oh episode. Yeah. Also, I want to mention this because the original version we found before I and presumably the rest of us switched over to to that weird ass. Er, 
Before we switched over to a more respectable subbing group, TV Nihon, it was like this weird backstroke of the West-esque thing where, like, like it's this very, very literal translation by someone who might not fully understand English. Yeah, it's like that, I'm uh, gonna go back and watch it later whenever I want to see something that I can't physically understand. It's like that Dragon Ball Z dub from, uh, like, Thailand or whatever. Ah, uh, the speedy dub. Fuck. Saya people. No? There's one line from that I always remember. It's just, I have to eat rice or the power won't come. <laughs> Valid. Me Same. every morning when I skip breakfast. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you want to get into it? Yes. Let's get into it. So did, I know okay. that me and Dan watched the same version, which has had this like sick Kaiba cosplay on the like title screen. Yeah, oh, I didn't watch we that We gotta one. include that in the show Damn. notes. I took a picture of that at like it's he's just he's posing really dynamically and he's wearing like shiny black PVC pants and I'm like, God, I want to cos- I want to cosplay Kaiba. Now. It just got me. Yeah, it's, good it's like to it's see. Battle City Kaiba, which is like the best version of Kaiba. Yeah, I did think his coat could have had like pointier like shoulder things, but that's just me, and I'll stay in my own lane. Yeah. Um, the costume design uh, lane. So yeah, the 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 movie starts the <clears throat> movie starts with some kids in like their friendly local game store opening some uh what are those things called the booster packs, packs. yeah booster packs no, 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 i should know that as a magic packs? gathering player. it's a booster pack okay yeah like packs of cards um yeah. and this like game shop is run by like an old lady who's definitely <laughs> a gaming witch yeah like this this She's shop gaming... this shop definitely disappeared as soon as everyone left it. The like, shop yeah. is super haunted. But I mean, she's a good witch. Cause there she hasn't been a gaming shop yeah. here for 40 years. What are you it's... talking about, young man? God, I wish that was like, like lore is it was actually in the Yu-Gi-Oh universe that would just, just old gaming witches who like, oh, young man, I will give you the red-eyed black dragon and you may yeah. win any games. Yeah, the thing is like this kid, Shogo, and like, this is weird to admit because like, the design was weird, and the subtitles of the first version were weird, so at first I thought Shogo might have been a girl, or... We'll just say they. Shogo... Gender isn't real. Whatever. Gender's not real. Uh, Shogo gets, like, the Red-Eyes Black Dragon, and they go on about, like, how Red-Eyes Black Dragon does not guarantee victory, but it can, like, yeah. help with it. But only if you have a... If you're a brave person with a fighting spirit or something yeah, bl- like that. Yeah, like... The blue eyes white dragon, it brings victory, but the red eyes black dragon does not bring the guarantee of victory, but rather the potential of victory. But you have to you have to have the courage to fight to be able to take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah, like that's all the stuff that the gaming witch like gives him a little pep talk and like some mysterious advice about the blue eyes and blah blah blah. And she's just great and I wanna be here in the future, but really, God, this film because like Shogu <laughs> is literally me as like a if I were a duelist, I would literally be Shogo because that's so far my entire experience with Magic the Gathering. Yeah. When, when Shogo walks into the game shop, there's like three other kids his age and they all are just like, Yeah, what are you doing here, Shogo? You you lose every single duel you're in. Why why do you even bother? And, yeah, yeah. And then he opens the red eyes. <laughs> um Yeah, so that like he, he buys the booster pack from the gaming witch and then goes to like a different like game shop where they're like tables and stuff 
and and like well that's when that's when we transfer into the uh, intro which is oh, the yeah, same fucking... theme song but it's just kind of showing like the the it's... the yugi group and they, yeah. they're going down to a game shop pretty much there's also like some montage stuff it's got like there's a brief cameo <laughs> by burger world this is like watching this intro made me really, really sad because it's like the last time I'm gonna hear it. You know, apart from yeah. the times so I'm gonna go back and rewatch yeah. season zero. But like, like cameo by Burger World. I swear, like at the start, they they meet Taya at Burger World and like, no, enjoy. I think she's working at the like the Duel Center, like oh, the Duel huh. Monsters shop. I didn't realize that. Shit, that's actually pretty good. But yeah, so I like the I really like the way like the the uh, in- intro with the music. Like the music is fresher, um, and there's new animation. We see Brian Herdkiver for the first time, and it made me very yeah, sad. Um, but it was really cool how the <laughs> the intro like transitions into like a shot of Joey and Yugi um, playing across the a table from each other, and then we immediately like it comes out of that shot into the game shot where they're playing it. I just thought that was very cool. Yeah. Um, they like did they did they did they did stuff with the animation which they don't usually do. I mean they do animation but they don't really do stuff with it. I don't know. <laughs> also when we like really establish Kaiba it's like there's actually like a hidden security camera watching Yugi and it's just I like Kaiba It's Kaiba and his <laughs> goons just in like this mission control room observing Yugi and Kaiba goes on like this lengthy fe- this lengthy bit about how he feels about Yugi and like how he's he... the only duelist to force me to end a game in a draw. I will end this, Yugi. I know, like Shogo's being bullied, and Yugi yeah. goes over to like help them and stuff. And then like we cut to the camera, and then we cut to Kaiba, and it just kind of implies that like Kaiba has a video like surveillance in every single game shop in Domino City, and just like watches people game all the time, and that's what he sits. Yeah, and does he, with his he owns the game shops as a front as like a way to get powerful cards i think yeah because he's like oh i see on the cctv that someone has a red eyes black dragon and just like uh then immediately is like we have to invite this kid to the game tournament so that i can get the red eyes black dragon. yeah shugo's getting bullied and he he's saying like yeah i would beat all of you in a duel but i'm not going to duel you and like what what that's ridiculous what and he says, well, yeah, I would just win because I have the Red-Eyes Black Dragon. Why would I even bother dueling you? You're below me. You see, but he says this while being, like, really scared, and it doesn't really make sense, but I fuck, I understand. I understand no, yeah. because... No, I get it. He's he's afraid of if he uses it and then loses anyways, then just being completely humiliated. But if he just... Like, I, I think I made, it, I made this tweet the other day about weed and, like, Magic the Gathering and the fact that, like... I, okay. I, I'm all, I'm the person I was like, oh yeah, yeah, can we like get some weed? And then like, I get the weed and I fucking hate <laughs> weed. I hate to smoke weed. Weed is bad to me and I don't like to smoke it. But I was the one who insisted we get weed. And I know I look really, I look really fucking stupid if I admit that I'm really not having a good time. So I like, I, that's not that relevant. Get like an edible or something. It's... Don't fucking do this to me. Edibles are bad as well. Like stop telling me that I'm just not smoking the right kind of weed because weed is bad to me and doesn't. Anyway, it, yeah, that makes okay. sense. That makes sense. I've never smoked the weed, so like. I mean, I, I, I can relate to spending money on like a video game and then immensely regretting it because it's not as fun as I thought it would be. I bought Sonic and the Secret Rings. 
on the Wii, uh, which is secretly possibly the worst Sonic game. That's true. People don't talk about it because people forget about it. Although it does have Make Believes Reborn every single time you go into the menu. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, good. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Weed? Sorry, Gaming. the Red Eyes Black Dragon. Yeah, yeah. You were, Sarah was going on a thing about like how you have to do something because like you already put time and effort into it and you gotta just like pretend you enjoy it. And that's what I it's think... like for Shogo and the Red Eyes Black Dragon. Yeah, I think my point was like something about like expectations and the fact that if you're like, oh, I can win, and then you don't win, you're gonna look pretty fucking stupid. Well, it's like it's about putting yourself out there. Like if you don't take any risks, you're not gonna get any real reward. But Shogo yeah, isn't like, taking risks. He's just you, you have kinda... to you know try several different kinds, flavors, and ways of ingesting weed before you really commit to hitting it. Um. Huh, anyway, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> I think uh, after we cut from the game shop to Kaiba, like watching everyone, uh, Kaiba invites sends out invitations to Shogo and Yugi to come to his tournament, and then we cut to Shogo is like sitting on a park bench, like having anxiety, you know, relatable yeah. content. Then we cut. Like then know. we cut to Yugi like gets home from the friendly local game store to like his own house, which you know is also a game shop. Um, uh, okay, did anyone notice that, you know, Yugi's grandpa's house, not only does it have, like, the game sign on the roof, it also has a little sign, like a sandwich board sign out front that just says Yugi? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I think I might I didn't have notice it. that. That's great. But, like... Amazing. He leaves nice notes for Yugi. No, 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 but, like, it's a thing, right? That Yu-Gi-Oh means king of games. Right. That's a thing, right? Right. So what does... I don't know which part means what. I don't know which but part it does means mean king of games. What? But like, if Yu-Gi-Oh means king of games, does Yugi just mean like cool gamer or something like that? Is Yugi just called like cool gamer? Is his does his name just mean gamer? <laughs> awesome gamer ninety nine. <laughs> like you know, Yugi's like grandpa's daughter has a child, and Yugi's grandpa's like. Hey, daughter, I think we should call him the Awesome Gamer 99. Like, let's go for it. I did, like, if anyone knows what Yugi. Like, yes, name. okay, I took a screen cap of it. I'm going to pop it in the chat. But who knows? Yes, his name literally stuff. translates to game. That's what it says on the Yu Gi Oh! wiki. Holy shit. It's amazing. Gamer McGameson. <laughs> it's, it's good. Yugi! So yeah, he gets home and, you know, after walking past the sign with, you know, the word game, which is his name on it, uh, he sees an invitation in the door and he's like, oh, I've been invited to a tournament. And then the same thing happens to Shogo. Yeah. However, Shogo fucking shits himself and runs away because he doesn't want to go. Yeah, so Yugi and Joey are just walking down the street and they're talking about the tournament. And Joey's wondering why he didn't get invited and it's because he's a shitty duelist. But... <laughs> Uh, then we run into Shogo, and he's being assaulted by one of Kaiba's goons, who uh, will not allow Shogo to miss the tournament. It's like, you have to go, you've been invited, I will drag you kicking and screaming to the tournament, and like... Just, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Kaiba, Kaiba, why are you like this? Sorry, he's our boss. Um, Kaiba... Oh, because he knows that the kid has the red-eyes black dragon, and he wants it. <sighs> yeah. 
Um, Joey, I believe, grapples him while Yugi and Shogu like run away, and it's very cute to see that Shogu is like slightly smaller than Yugi. <laughs> like he's yeah. the same height, but doesn't have the hair. And they're just so—they're both such cute little children. They're just little boys. Yeah. They just. Uh... They're probably like fifteen. They're just little boys. <laughs> I know. They're just boys being kids. Well, Shogo might actually be younger than them. I think he's probably like a few years younger than them. They run off so... into an alleyway, and they're they're sitting down, and Yugi's uh like wondering why he won't duel, and he explains like, well, if if I use my red eyes black dragon and lose, then yeah, I could lose the... it, you know, at this tournament, like. Also, he was like, wanna... that would be so humiliating. All the stuff we... like. He Is this the place where he says all that stuff we just talked about with the weed? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to even act like I was strong if I, if I lost with the Red-Eyes Black Dragon. But if yeah. I just don't duel anyone, I can continue to pretend that I'm, I have strength. I love how, like, this little green-haired child character is kind of, like, implied to be the main character of this movie, and does precisely yeah. nothing. <laughs> it's quite sweet, actually. It's like a harem protagonist. <laughs> mm, I don't like that. <laughs> if you think about it, Yugi's like a harem protagonist, and all of the girls no, are, his, I mean the s- are, are his duel monsters. Please, no! I, what if I rot? Oh what wait! Oh wait! Wrong? The 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 monster is like like blue eyes white dragon is a, a beautiful lesbian that we should all respect. Dark Absolutely. magician girl. Mm. I, I feel like, like we should stop. I've stop, seen a lot stop. of bad anime and stop. one. I've seen a lot of bad anime and a lo- one of the prevailing things is a protagonist who does jack shit. I I, I guess that's one way we can relate to them. Uh... Anyway, so the. Kaiba's, like, secret card-stealing agent shows up at the mouth of the alleyway, like... Yeah, a a different goon shows up, and we know he's different, because he he doesn't have hair, and the other one does. I thought that was just an animation continuity error. I was like, why would there be two? (laughs) Like, that doesn't make sense. Um, And we cut to Joey out here, like, brawling for the Red Eyes puzzle. Um, Yeah, Joey shows up. He's done beating the shit out of the other goon, and he shows up, and Yugi and Shogo are on the ground, and their cards are scattered everywhere, and the guy took the Millennium Puzzle and the Red-Eyes Black Dragon. Yeah, and, like, immediately Joey's like, I'm gonna go off and fight someone, and, like, he does that because he's Joey, and, you know, it's it's what he does. Yeah, he goes off to the Kaiba Coliseum, and he, he finds the guy, and it's a rough fight. The guy has... Yeah. Like, Joey... he's, he's pretty tough. But Joey manages to get the red eyes off of him, but only that. But not he the millennium shit puzzle. Out of a grown man. Well, he also does get pretty damn beat up. Like he's drawn with all animation injuries, which yeah, are just like his lines. blood is on the card. Oh my god! Okay, Bef- like at some point there was a shot of like the duel tournament has started. Kaiba is dueling with... Like, he just keeps beating people. Like, he wins duel after duel. And there's a shot of, like, he beats, like, the latest duelist who turns around and it's the dinosaur. It's Rex Raptor! Yes! Yeah, it's Rex Raptor! I love to see him! Like, I've just got in huge, big letters. (laughs) The guy who goes on... Like, in the... In Duel Monsters, he's the guy who owns the red eyes at first. Oh, yeah! Joey wins it off of him. God, I'm so excited for that shit. Ooh. I love Rex Raptor. His voice um, is so good. 
yeah. Um, I think, yeah, so, like, there's, like, a little scene outside the uh, tournament, I know, stadium thing, whatever, um, and, like, there's, like, a little thing where Shogo is like, oh, I can't do it, it's like, uh, she's guaranteed you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's like, okay, well, you do what you want, I'm gonna go duel. Yeah, he's like, if you're too scared, I'll just do it for you. Um, it's it's good, though. I like <clears throat> it. Um, and then we cut inside to where Kaiba's just been another duelist, and, like, Yugi's at the door, like, hello, hello, I'm here to duel, please. Please no bully. <laughs> Kaiba tosses him the puzzle. Uh, I, th- I find so, that really funny know. for some reason. Like, he's just like, yeet, here's your puzzle back. Like, I kind of expected it to be a he whole thing. executed that goon for <laughs> for taking the puzzle. Yeah, I thought it'd be like a whole thing where he's like, ah, you have to duel me to get your puzzle back. But he just, no, he just chucks it over. He's like, here, this is Well, no, because he knows that he Yugi. wants to... He wants to be... He wants the cooler Yami. Yeah. Look, if he doesn't beat cool Yugi in a duel, then what's even the point? Like, yeah, he's okay, a lot yeah. of things, but he's not a cheater, you know? You want a good think... Yami, but you need the bad Yugi. <sighs> Right, <laughs> you all right, Argyle? Hmm. You all right? <laughs> um. Fuck! What was I talking about? Oh, I was really because uh, yeah, there is a thing where like uh, Yugi turns into Yami. We've got like a cool oh, um, it's good. animation. Yeah, like his shadow spreads out onto the ground, and it's the like spooky shadow, yeah. which I like a lot. And then it just transitions straight into Yami. Yeah, and it's, it's very nice. The music's like really good here too. Oh yeah. yeah, Yami's theme starts playing like when Yugi says he's gonna go duel, and it's 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 good. It's so good. Yeah, and like the whole he just like transforms in front of the crowd, uh, and Shogu's like, "Whoa, what the hell?" And Joey's just like, "Yeah, that's his other face." So yeah. I guess this, in the context of this movie, just like everyone knows about Yami, and it's like not a big deal. It's well, at it's least fine. like his friends know, and I guess Kaiba knows if he just chucked him the puzzle. Yeah, of course Kaiba knows. Yeah, because Kaiba has a big crush. Yeah, this is like semi-canon to season zero. Not fully, but like it... it... Yeah, like honestly, this whole <clears throat> movie, it was like kind of... It was literally like... It was felt like halfway between season zero and season one. Like it was... Like the duel is the most like duel monsters you duel we've seen so far. And like yeah. Kaiba's more Kaiba y. Yeah, we didn't talk about that, but at the beginning they do explain dual monsters and it's a it's like actually it's a lot more structured than it was in season zero. Like it, it's pretty much the same game that we're gonna see in season in dual monsters now. They've even got the new card backs and everything, which aren't as they good do. as the I'm gonna miss the Magic and Wizards card backs. Yeah, the the front of the cards are still the same actually, but the back is did I ever get around uh, to mentioning like the fun fact I learned about how the backs of the cards in season zero yeah. are supposed to, be, supposed to be an M and a W for magic and wizards? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was just two M's for monster. No, I just monster found that world. on the wikia somewhere at some time, and I never got around to bringing it up. So I guess I'll, whatever. Yugi and Kaiba are dueling, and uh, they're not going to just use. Yeah, they're not going to use Kaiba's normal. Oh yeah, Kaiba gives a tech got... demo. A new system, and it's the dual discs, folks. It's the prototype it's... dual discs from season one. Yeah, yeah. it's like almost, but not quite a dual disc. Yeah, but well, no, he does like... use these in season one, 
Kinda, except you also throw the disc out and it spins. It's and a literal disc. That you, Is that the episode where Kaiba great. forces where he Joey to Joey. engage in yeah. puppy play? Uh, yeah, he calls Joey a dog a lot, but he. Mm, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, like the dual discs are Kaiba's way of thinking he can like get around Pegasus's Millennium Eye. Spoilers, it doesn't work, but. Yeah, so like the it projects your five cards in your hand in front of you, and it, it, it's really neat. You like gesture to use them. It's a yeah, lot more like... involved than it is in Duel Monsters. It actually looks kind of cool. That where like they like they yeah. pull out the five cards in the hand and it just shows up there. Looks Kaiba really dramatically cool. draws Yeats five cards and then they throw them the up sky. in the air and they show up <laughs> they magically. Yeah. They fall out of the sky and now they're big hologram cards. <laughs> yeah. I've just written insert duel here in my notes because I didn't care to write down any moves or anything. Yeah, it, um, it sure is a duel. Um, <laughs> that's a duel, if ever I've seen one. Oh, uh, that's a duel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. Oh, I do want to note, in that booster pack that Shogo opened, before he got to the the red eyes, there was also a Karibo in there. Yeah, there was, and I love to see it. I kind of love Karibo. Someday I'm going to get a Karuba phone charm to go with my Blue Eyes White Dragon phone case, oh, and it's going to yeah. be very good. That's incredible. I mean, I'll have to figure out okay, a way to so... attach it to my phone. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they do duel. They duel a bit, and it doesn't really matter. They, they're they just kind of reviewing the rules of duel monsters for a bit. And then Kaiba plays a Blue Eyes White Dragon. Of course. And then Yugi plays his Black Magician. Of course. Yes, and then he also plays the magical hats. Yes, I of love course. magical hats. This I do love a, magical hats. It's very this good. This is the first time we see magical hats. Magical hats is very good. So it summons four hats, shuffles them around. You're playing a uh, four hat Monty, <laughs> uh, and he also hides a trap card under one of them. Presumably, you could fill up all four hats, but. Uh, yeah, Who cares? I realized we have listeners, and I was like, "Why is our guy explaining what magical hats do?" We all know, but you know. And then I realized that other people listen to that, and that this this might. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, carry on. You're doing really good. It, it, it's I like the card because it's it just kind of puts some random chance in, and I like chaos. So <laughs> Kaiba just Kaiba just has to attack random hats and guess which one has the magician. If he hits the right one, he'll uh, take out a lot of Yugi's life points. And by killing the Dark Magician. But uh, if he hits... There's two empty ones, and then there's one with a trap card in it. And Kaiba <laughs> hits the one with the trap card, and it chains up his blue eyes and allows the Dark Magician to defeat it easily. So Yugi wrecks blue eyes, um, and then Kaiba's However, like... Kaiba has two more blue eyes in his deck, and he just fucking obliterates... I like magician. how there was like in the duel there was like a little montage of like the next several moves where he like obliterated um Yeah, Yugi, instead Yugi of doesn't like, have anything Yugi doesn't have anything he can do against another blue eyes, so he's just playing card after card in defense mode. I mean just because he can't do anything. And if yeah. he plays them in defense mode, it doesn't take away from his life points when they die. Yeah, and then there's like a point where Kaiba's like and now, evil chains! And everyone's like, <gasps> evil chains? Not evil chains! I'm like, yeah. He plays evil chains and reborn the monster, and he brings back one of his dead blue eyes and plays his third one, and then the evil chains allows them all to be on the field at once. We don't get 
any reason for why they couldn't be all on the field at once before, but uh, now they can be. It's basically the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon. Uh, but instead of being one dragon, they're just three yeah. dragons chained together with yeah. evil chains. Yeah, but Kaiba has to wait one more turn before he can go, and then he'll destroy Yugi. So Yugi's like completely fucked, and therefore he draws the Red Eyes Black Dragon on his next turn because that's the way it be. He's had the he hasn't he had the red eyes out for a while? Yeah, he like drew the red eyes at like a crucial moment, but then didn't play it. Yeah, he doesn't do anything like, with it. It's Shogo's card. Yeah, because Shogo, he's not gonna do it until Shogo like steps the fuck up and you know grows a pair. Yeah, it's like we cut between um like the playing field and then to Joey and Shogo in the audience, and Joey's like, you know, he's not gonna. Shogo's like, why isn't he playing the card? And Joey's like, you know. That card relies on your strength. You gotta be strong. You've gotta want to fight for him to be able to play that card. But but if he plays it and he loses, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like there's like wee and moments then, of character shit in in the crowd and yeah. Shogo being like, ah. Shogo nearly runs away. Like he doesn't even want to see this. Was was there any particular reason that he decided to like be strong uh, and yell fight, or did he just? I think get talked into uh, it by Joey. Lectured, lectured him like he started yelling about having the courage to fight and stuff, and it reminded him of the speech that the old the gaming witch told him. Oh yeah, yeah, <sighs> gaming witch back at it again with her cool magic. So yeah, it was all the gaming witch's plan yeah. in the end. God, I love the gaming um, witch. And Shogo like eventually does the thing and stands up and yells, fight my red eyes! And red eyes does the thing. And Yeah, Yugi, Yugi's just like, okay, yeah, that's exactly what I was waiting to hear. And Like, promptly wins the duel. I can't remember how, but does it really matter at this point? <laughs> he plays the red eyes and he fuses it with a monster that he had out and uh, the it just crashes into the three blue eyes and destroys them and Kaiba. And that's it. And the whole time Shogo is just gradually smiling more and more. He loves it. Yeah. Sweet, he loves to see the bloodshed. Sweet, sweet lad. Sweet bloodthirsty lad. <laughs> and then Kaiba like dramatically swishes away in his big <laughs> swishy coat like, Oh, Yugi, you're the only duelist worthy of fighting me. Which is good and I like to hear that. I, I just, I really like Yugi and Kaiba's relationship. Can I say this? It's good. good to me. Also, it reminds me of my Legend of the Five Rings character and her girlfriend, who both have gaming scores of over 20. But anyway, that's my personal shit, and you don't need to hear about it. Um, but that's kind of the movie. That's kind of it. Is there anything else that happens? Uh, the credits yeah. show, like, Shogo and the Yugi gang, like, they're playing duel monsters together. And then uh, the kids that bullied Shogo before come in, and they're like, hey, Shogo's, like, dueling and having a good time and not being a baby. And they... They join too, and they're all having fun. It's good. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, uh, the power of gaming heals everything. Gaming and friendship. Thanks, thanks Shogo. Shogo. We'll never see you again, but thanks, Shogo. So, is <laughs> that was a pretty short discussion, but, I mean, it was, it was shorter than yeah. our usual shtick. We were out. not expecting <laughs> this. We thought it was going to be a full-length movie, and we only found out a couple days ago that it's not... <laughs> Uh, yeah, none of us. <laughs> it's actually less than we. we yeah, none of us watched. bothered like looking up the movie, and then I was like, "Oh, look, I better find something." And it was, 
It's thirty minutes. It's yeah. not a movie. It's, it's a... thirty. It's thirty minutes long. It's a standalone thing, but it's still. It's not a. It's not an actual yeah. movie. It's yeah. Like I said before, I just find this like a charming sort of like proof of concept of how Yu Gi Oh yeah, works. Yeah, it, it's it's an introduction to the new version of Duel Monsters that isn't just uh, war, like old Duel Monsters was. Yeah. Uh, and into the slightly less nonsense version that we will be getting in Duel Monsters. The, the show, not the game. It's hard to mm-hmm. dis- distinguish these things. I'm glad we're not going to have to do it <laughs> starting yeah. with season one. You know, I'm I'm really going to miss, like, soft and round Yugi. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's the, just the... so pointy in the Duel Monsters anime, and I mean, it's it's fine. I got used to it. Yeah, everybody's a lot softer <laughs> on here, just because they're more malleable. They're they're a lot more <laughs> defined in in the anime. And I don't I don't like not it like so those pliable season zero characters. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're like made of a, a, a kind of a pliable, rubbery sort of substance. Yeah, so it's rubbery, stretchy animations. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna look up the Tumblr to see if. We have questions. Meanwhile, do you want to do Queens of Games? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll just sure. talk a little bit. Um, the past couple weeks, I started and finished uh, the Spider-Man game that everybody loves, and there's a reason that everybody likes it so much. It's very good. Swang everywhere. Swangin's good. Yeah. Uh, swang yeah. life. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask. I forgot to ask last time we discussed it. Uh, is there like any stuff that's like about the old Electric Company Spider-Man um, thing, like references, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking old... about. Like Spider-Man meets the wall. I love that clip. Um, no, I don't think there's really any references to it. Oh, or to the Electric Company one. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Um, My favorite of those like old ones is like this one where he meets the spoiler, who's just this dude who goes around ruining people's <laughs> days. Like. He drops someone's ice cream. He makes a guy lose his place in a book. Wow, that was going to be, like, the thing I went for, and I've never even seen the damn thing. <laughs> it's so good. He just re- he just does shitty things to people <laughs> and cackles about it. Yeah, the Spider-Man movie is good. I cried at the ending. Play it. Uh, it's probably, like, the best example of, like, a AAA game, like, wide open world where there's a ton of collectibles and little tiny tasks to do. Uh, Dan, you go ahead and uh, I'm going to see. generate a random Pokemon. Yeah, because I don't really have a game okay. for today. Uh, I've still been on my Borderlands kick, and I completed Tales from the Borderlands. It was incredible. I I love the characters. I love everything about it. Rest in peace, Telltale Games. Oh, yeah, rest in peace. I, that's that's kind of heartbreaking. F. There was, like, some tweet that went around at some point where, like, Gearbox wanted to try to hire some of the former Telltale staff and like a lot of game companies are like picking up the people that were let go because that's like yeah that's fucking awful that they just kind of got kicked out onto the street yeah I'm just glad that like there's damage control being done and a tiny part of me wishes like oh man what if they made what if they had Tales from the Borderlands writers on whatever future Borderlands game they make like, that, that's a little selfish, but I'm just glad there's so much damage control, and, like, that game was so incredible, and what I've heard, like, even then, it was, like, so, and, and kind of a miracle they were able to finish the game at all. I'm just so happy for it. I love it. Like, 
I love Gordis. I love Loaderbot's. Loaderbot is the best robot in a video game. Gordis is really good. I love Reese. They do some good stuff with Samson Jack. They've got... they like. There's like this thing towards like the last episode where I genuinely didn't expect it would happen because it just seemed like way too big an occasion for what is essentially a side game. That was so good. I've also been playing the pre-sequel, but I'm just going to try to reserve it to one game. Maybe talk about that one next time. Yeah. Cool. All right, yeah. Sarah, uh, are you ready for your hit Pokemon? Me. Hit, no, I'm not, I'm not ready. Hit me with it. <clears throat> uh, this week's episode... Not episode. This week's Pokemon is number 501. It is... Oshawa. Hmm. It's Oshawa. I, yeah, it's I'm worried Oshawa. for its safety. It doesn't look like it can protect itself in the wild it against is, it is things like the It is the Gen 5 uh, water-type starter Pokemon. Hmm. Yeah. This is not a starter I would pick. They don't Why look... I mean... Hmm, they don't look like... I mean... For, can for, we, like, post the other two starters and just, like, see what you would pick? Hmm. Yeah, what were the other two? Tepig and Snivy? Tepig sounds good to me because it has the word pig in it, and that sounds very sweet. This lad seems like he seems like a wet blanket, is what I'm gonna say. I think this this is a boy who would get bullied in the playground for, he did for get not bullied. wanting to play games people, with the other kids. As soon as he was revealed, people bullied him, and I was not a fan of it because I love Oshawa with all my heart. These are the other two starters from that generation, by the way. Um, Tepig and Snivy. I'm assuming Tepig is the orange one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I picked Tepic. Um and I I would bully I'm sorry, but I'm bullying him right now and I'm unashamed. Uh, I mean, yeah, Oshawa does get bullied by Snivy, it is canon, but I still don't like it. Snivy is the uh Regina George of these three. <clears throat> like she's a bitch and she knows what she wants and she wants to bully what was the first one called again? Oshawa. Oshawa. Like an otter. I'm sorry, Oshawa, but Oshawa this 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 Pokemon's going to grow up to have some issues. So yeah, that's my opinion on... Um... Yeah, I'm sorry, Sarah. Oh, yeah, also Snivy was a meme. That's, okay, if you had to give it a number... At one point, they called him Smugleaf. Oh, mm. uh, yeah, a... I do remember it being called Smugleaf by fans. Um, give it a If you had to give Oshawa a number from 0 to 10, out of five. It? A 1.4 uh, out of 5? Yeah, it's like 1.4 out of 5. And the point four is being that generous. is incredibly specific, and I I still don't like it. Sorry. Okay. Would you rather one point five? That's almost a two point eight out of ten. Yeah, two point eight out of out out of ten. My final score is two point eight out of ten. Oshawa is good. I don't give a shit, ladies. <laughs> You're not valid. Get out of here. Get out of my fucking house. Oshawa. We're gonna. We need to Oshawa's stop doing this because you're just gonna make someone mad every Wait. week with your bad Pokemon opinions. <laughs> I just realized Oshawa looks like Bohug. Who? Who? You know Bohug, no. my silly comics. No. Okay, I gotta post a picture of Bohug now. Max, cut this out of the episode. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say some questions. No, whatever. Uh, Dark Wizard. You can James cut this Mason's... out, but I'm posting Bohug anyways. Dark Wizard James Mason said to Pot of Greed, "Do you think Kaiba is a natural brown, or does he dye it because he's embarrassed of his green hair?" Uh... I do like to think that you know the way they're going to school and they're like 16 or something. <laughs> Maybe he's just, like, the cool rich kid who is, like, he has enough money that he can just break school rules whenever he wants. Yeah. And he... just gets away with dyeing his hair green. 
Yeah, and wearing a white Yugi's uniform. Yugi's not treated like that. Whereas so everyone he's... else has to wear a blue yeah. one. Yeah, that's because he's just, he's rich and he's our boss and he should be able to do what he likes. And maybe whenever he left school, he didn't really feel the need to, like, try and rebel or stand out, so he stopped dying it. Yeah, after the end of season zero, he just let it fade out. There's Bohug. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's I don't know a what that is, but I like him. Uh, any more questions? Have this got star, star skeddies? Star skeddies. Uh, no, I'm not on Tumblr. Um, we did have that question from um, official fourth host of the show, Max. Since Red Eyes was the focus of this movie, what card would be the focus of your idea? Hungry Burger. Movie? And it's it is Hungry Karibo. Burger for me. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> There's a card called you, You've never seen Hungry Burger. Look, now I, I have to post this now because it's actually relevant. I'm Googling it. <clears throat> Uh, okay. Mine would Hungry be Exodia, Burger. and it would be a national treasure kind of movie <gasps> where they are going all across the globe in search of the pieces of Exodia. There's something like that in Zexel, but, Nicholas but it's not Cage with Exodia, but in Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, there's like this big world world tour thing they do in like the last few arcs of Zexel. They find Benjamin Franklin's glasses this and they lead them to where Exodia's left arm is. Recipe. <laughs> This is a good card. I like Hungry Burger. And I think it would be a very good thing to set in Burger World. Yeah. Hungry Burger's a friend. It's like good burger. Literal burgers. Burger World, where it is. It's like a virtual reality burger based <laughs> game. Like the Burger King games that they had, but in virtual reality. And also it's Burger In Soviet Burger World, Burger <laughs> Eat You. It's a hungry, hungry burger. Yeah, so yeah, burger. like that. Uh, and that's, that's it for questions. There's, no, I have questions. Oh, you do? Okay. Just yeah. existentially or about the episode? Uh, about about the show. A uh, friend of the show, Ganymede, has some questions. Uh, hopefully, eventually, guest of the show, uh, Ganymede, has some questions. What related viewing would you recommend to someone who loved the variety of Season Zero in the manga, but lost interest when the show became all about dual hmm. monsters? Kaiji? So, like, a, sh- a manga that's just, like, the focus is just, like, different games of each for each week. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, oh, I just Kaiji had an idea. Yeah, I've never watched Kaiji, but that seems like it would be kind of what you're looking for. I well, I got 16 episodes in, and then I got distracted by something else, and I haven't gone back to it. But it has been very good. I did also watch a very sweet, like slice of life kind of anime about what was it called? Carry on talking, and I'll look this up. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm gonna throw out also Fibrain, the Puzzle of God. Um, oh yeah, it's all that's puzzles. right. You mentioned that once. Yeah, but it's different puzzles each time because it would be silly if they just it was just like another jigsaw puzzle every week, <laughs> or like mm. oh we're gonna do Sudoku again. Can't say I'm familiar with any shows like that, but I am thinking about Food Wars now, which is an anime where it's like they're cooking and like every big arc is like a big cooking duel and like is they it like fighting di- food they showcase a different show they have like a different food e- for each big event and it's like really weird it's it's got some anime bullshit in it sadly but mostly it's pretty good like there's the one thing that always sticks with me is like the first big food war is like we have to prove who can make a better beef bowl our protagonist are just like Runs a little family restaurant or this heiress to this big beef company. 
And, like, it turns out he wins because he knows that the trick to making good gyudon is... It's not... It's comfort food. It, you don't need to make, like, a big, heavy... You don't need, like, big, fancy stuff. You just gotta use, like, what what works. What It's basically the McDonald's of Japanese food. You just... You don't need to go all in. This one's so sweet. Oh. Um, but you yeah, the, anything, the Yeah, the anime I was thinking of is called Chihayafuru, and it's like follows the like a high school uh, karata club, um, which is a mm-hmm. sort of card game based on like poetry and stuff. It's not like Yu-Gi-Oh kind of at all, but it's very like character based and slice of life and like a sweet watch. Um, yeah, I'd recommend it. I did not finish it actually because i got distracted by something else again but i did enjoy what i watched <laughs> of it um also y'all ever heard of naruto <laughs> mm, i i, I recommended jojo but like, uh, specifically but... the darby the gamer episode yeah just darby the gamer and darby the gambler just watch those on loop yeah um okay and then what's the rest of jojo okay this last one is kind of a joke has anybody watched uh detective conan uh no. I've heard of it, but I've never watched it myself. Okay, well, if that's a no, we're just going to skip it. Uh, Yugi would lose in a fight because Yugi is uh, physically incapable of fighting. He can't yeah. fight. If yeah. Yugi tried to punch someone, he would just break his hand. Like, Oh, yeah, speaking of all that, can we talk about the Shonen Jump Yugi insertion? Where oh, he's yeah, gonna, he's we've got to talk fight? about video game. Oh! I saw the stuff it. Like, on one hand, it looks really... The concept is really, really cool. Like, he likes... I was actually, like, thinking before how Yugi would work in a fighting game, and he'd be, like, some sort of fighter that summons people. And that's what he does. He, like, summons the different cards for moves. I was genuinely, like... like so scared that he was gonna like fight with his like <laughs> his fist. actual body in the game. And I was like, "What the f- what the fuck is going on? Why is fucking Yami in yeah. a fighting game?" There was like this I, old um, there was this fine. old JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fighting game where like the thing was like instead of a meter, you had a stand. Heritage so like all your special attacks were like doing a thing with your stand. Yeah, like I've I've seen like a me and my cousin played the like Eyes of Heaven game and it was like having stands to fight for you is like really cool because you just stand there and like your stand does the fighting and like you know Dark Magician is Yami's stand I guess. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> is in, in a lot yeah, of ways. Okay, yeah. So Yami's gonna be in uh, Jump Force, the Shonen Jump uh, fighting game. I'm probably never gonna play it, but it's good to know that. Uh, he is in there and he's yeah. represented well. Uh, I will His say model that looks kinda weird. from the pictures that I've seen, I don't like the hands in that game. They are incredibly uh, uncanny valley. They're bad. So the face gonna... is what yeah, bothers it's... me. It looks it looks like it looks like something you'd see in an MMD video. I don't mind the faces. It's, it's fine. The hands are bad. The 3D. That... The, him being 3D is like it's so. I don't know, it just, I, it makes me a bit queasy, but I, I quite like the design of it overall. Like, I really like how his hair is very textured and stuff, but the hands are just so much. Oh my god, <laughs> they're so much. Um, is that podcast? Hmm. I is think that a podcast? podcast? Believe yeah, that's I podcast? Yeah, I podcast. Yeah, uh, I want to, um... Well, I don't want to apologize for us taking a week off because yeah. I will say that, you know, if if there are weeks that we're like sick or just having shit weeks, then uh, we are always going to prioritize yeah. our own health. We're doing this podcast. Uh, I am. Cotton Corp has good, 
has a good health plan. Um, yeah, we Kaiba, Kaiba, I mean, yeah. I'll apologize for taking a week off, but I will say that, like, the thing about this podcast is that it's, it's, for us to, like, we're having fun, first and foremost, and if it's not fun to record the podcast, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so just, just get that under the carpet. Why did I say that? That doesn't mean anything. Um, but yeah, get that out of the way. Our demanding hog audience that's been just on our backs for not posting an episode last week. No, I'm kidding. You're all wonderful. <laughs> yeah. You are all very wonderful, and we love to be heard by you. Yeah. But, mm. Like, just send us in whatever whenever you feel like it. Uh, send us an ask at podofgreed.tumblr.com. Or if you want to guest in an episode on season one of Duel Monsters, hit us up. Yeah, um, you can, like... If you, don't, you can if request you, pretty much any episode except for Dungeon Dice not Monsters. Not Dungeon Dice Monsters. No, Dungeon we can't Dice do Monsters. Dungeon Dice Monsters because everyone wants to do Dungeon Dice Monsters and it's just firmly plotted out. Yeah, we're, we're already going to have to like Everybody really stretch it. ourselves. It's time to dice now. Welcome to the dungeon. Uh, the, sorry. Oh yeah. Um, what if we just let the What if we just let the four people who wanted to guest on that episode? What if we just let them record it by themselves and they just did the whole? Holy thing? shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! That would be, holy shit! That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> ooh, we ooh, have to have an eight guest podcast. It'll be an no. octocast. I refuse. Uh, I am Sarah McClintock. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah McCostumes. You can find me on Tumblr at Cosmemer. I did another podcast called Unpick. I have an Etsy shop called Really Big Dice in which you can use the discount code KyberCorp to get 21% off. That's me. <laughs> That's one more than 20%. Yeah, one I more think than that 20%. Dungeons and Lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dan Silva, aka Mike Dawson. You can find me at Mike. I always got to make sure I got this right. You can find me at, at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero on Twitter. Mike Dawson with a zero on on Tumblr. You can find me. You know what? I'll, I'll throw in my Steam. My Steam is Mike Dawson on Steam because I want people to play Borderlands with me. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What else do I shout out? Oh, and I... And I like to give a little shout out to, to like some podcasts that might fall out your fall outside your usual periphery. This week, let me open up Pocket Cast. I ha- oh yeah, I remember now. This week, I want to give a shout out to the Bumblecast. It's a podcast hosted by Ian Flynn, noted comics writer for the Sonic comics, uh, the Mega Man comics, and a couple other series. What about Ken Penders? Is he on? He it? is never on. Actually. Like, he's actually... Ian Flynn is, like, really cagey about, like, talking about that sort of stuff. Like, he he will never refer to Ken Penders by name. That's... Just because, like, it's... Good. No, Like, that's it's good. kind of I a like dicey that, thing. Actually. No, I like that. That's good. Yeah. He can't refer to him by name. I mean, Ken Penders would probably, like, sue him if he did, so... <laughs> yeah, he's given him some shit before, because he just want... He's a... He's an asshole. Ken Penders is an asshole. Fuck him. <laughs> and Flynn won't say it, so I'll say it. Fuck Ken Penders. Yeah, this is the official stance of Pot of Greed, the Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Fuck Ken Penders, the Sonic the Hedgehog guy. Yes, I know who that is, and fuck him. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to plug, Dan? Uh, let's see. Don't forget about Xbox Holiday. Yeah. Oh, yes, thank you so much! You can follow my comedy <laughs> blog, at Xbox underscore Holiday. 
it's a comedy blog where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to bring up this week. It's a twofer. Uh, first, happy first day of fall, Xbox. And do you remember the 21st <laughs> night of September, Xbox? Uh, it's good. Uh, okay, you can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. And you can also find me on the Extra Credit Podcast, where we read bad things from the internet. Uh, that is at T-H-E-F-M-I-N dot U-S. And you can find me on Pen and Paper Bullshit. Uh, it is a an actual play podcast, which I have still not figured out the URL for. So uh, good luck Googling it, because I've tried, and it, it, it doesn't come up. So, you know. I don't know, DM me, ask me for a link on Twitter and I'll send it to you. Because I only have like a pocket cast link. You can just search it, that's how I find it. Alright, podcast, <laughs> I mean, apologize. With that, I end my podcast. <laughs>